following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Welcome to a brand new episode of the panel discussion, motherfucker. Ah, Stooly Steve, how are you doing this fine day? <laughs> ah, I gotcha, gotcha. Shut the fuck up. Oh, mm, perhaps I will. I don't know. Was that a question? No, it was a statement. It was a statement by okay, Schmitty. Okay, just checking. By Shitty Schmitty. Well, that, that, that's a stinker. Yeah, that does. It's pungent. Very pungent. A little indeed. rough. Yes. Yes. It's good to be back this week. Yeah, it's good to see you. Yeah, I I apologize. <laughs> um, I I messed up last week. I lost track of the day and the time, and um, yeah, I forgot that I was supposed to be somewhere. But on the plus side, at least it wasn't the biggest mistake that a Will Smith made that week. <laughs> How long have you been waiting to say that? Oh, I I was using it all week <laughs> at work. Every time I'd fuck up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, I messed up. At least it's not the biggest mistake of Will Smith made this week. <laughs> Where's Chris Rock? I gotta smack him. <laughs> you know what I felt like last week waiting for you? <laughs> like I was just gonna... Remember those old car... The, the drunk drive... It was the drunk drive... No. Not drunk driving, but... The crash test dummies? No. Remember the ones where like, the, the parent like for, was drunk or high and forgot to pick up their kid from like, the baseball Oh, yeah, games? yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I felt like <laughs> waiting for you. <laughs> uh, I was drunk on uh, Bob Hoskins, John Leguizamo, and Dennis Hooper because uh, my daughter wanted to watch Super Mario Brothers because she thought the new movie came out. And I'm like, no, it's not out yet, dear. And she's like, no, you said there's Super Mario Brothers movie. We're watching it now. Put it on. Dance, clown. So I put that on, and we watched it. And she enjoyed it, but it lulled me into a stupor of um, that, forgetfulness. Yeah, that's a cult classic right there. I, I like it because it's so bad. It's very 80s. It, but it came out in 93. I know. That's the thing. It's, Yeah. Well, they said, like, I, I saw, like, a behind-the-scenes, and, like, Bob Hoskins was drunk for, like, that whole movie. Oh, there's a whole... Like, John Leguizamo's like, oh, yeah, he was drunk for, like, the whole film. He broke his leg, I think, by, by in those stupid moon shoes that he was wearing. Oh. That's right. Pineapple Jones. Or Porcupine Jones. I forgot I almost called you Pineapple Jones. That's right, Porcupine Jones. Yeah. Moon uh, shoes a, can be dangerous. The backstory behind that movie is incredible. It's bananas. It's terrible. About how many different script writers, directors. It's like if you don't if you don't if you go into it not expecting it to be a Mario Brothers movie and you just take it for a, like a movie, it's quite enjoyable. Yeah. I, I honestly I, I don't I don't hate it. I, there's a there's a fun nostalgia about it. Um certainly so. But hey, we got another, you know, another video game characters movie coming out next week. Sonic, Sonic. Too, right? Yeah, I heard they're uh, they're trying to uh, to make it worse off than what it may actually be. The, they're, they're slandering critic, it. Yeah, yeah critic bombing it. That the first one was great. The oh, I loved one, it. I, My I, kids loved it. I watched it earlier this year. I, I got Hulu free for like a month, and I went and watched it. 
And I was like, this is so good. It was one of those movies I just wanted to watch because the studio actually listened to the fans. Yes. And they actually fixed the problem that the fans had with it. I'm like, you know what? Since they did that, I'm actually going to give this a shot. Yeah. And it was it was a nice little family romp. We had a good time. It was fun. It was funny. It was adorable. It probably one of the better video game movies of all time. Oh, yeah. Isn't it like the highest grossing one? I, it, it should be. I think it's, it's the only one be. that, I mean, is it the only one that got, no, Tomb Raider got a sequel. The Resident Cradle Evil. of Life. Resident Evil got way too many sequels. Seven, I think. Six sequels, but seven altogether. Fucking Paul W.S. Anderson, you piece of shit. Fuck him! Mirs is not to be confused with Paul Thomas Anderson or Wes Anderson. Those are fine filmmakers. Mirs, hmm. I had to give a little class to this discussion of panels. Stoolie Steve, you'll smell putrid as always. It's good to see you, you... You stupid bitch! Hmm, yes. Well, I am not a female dog, but I play one on TV! <laughs> Baron, I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> Neither do I! <laughs> ah, bitch! <laughs> yes. All right, Baron's on to something here. Baron, I I think you're, you're, you're losing it. Losing, losing what? What have I lost? I my sense of humor. Hmm. We might have to put you down. Put me down. No, I have many years of tranquility and and joyous times left in this world. Yes. Hmm. What say you? I'll that? put him down. No, you are. You've been retired from the mafia for quite some time. Never. Hmm. Yes. Well, Matthew. 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 Yes. Yes. You, sir, are a Mortal Kombat fan. Yes. Are you not? Speaking of video games yes, and such, sir. Yes. Yes. I, lo- I thought you liked the last movie that came out. Shut the. F- no. Yes, Baron. Well, did you know that Mortal? I don't stop. Stop. Yeah, what? No. 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 Don't yes. put words in my mouth. Oh, I, I was mistaken then. Don't put words in my mouth. I misremembered. Would, are you a fan of? Will you spirit? You just spoke ill will of W. S. Anderson. Did you not? Yes. Yeah. Well. Do you like the first Mortal Kombat movie? I do. Well, mind blown! He fucking directed it! <laughs> Caught you in a damn dirty double circle jerk! <laughs> yes, what do you say to that? You have nothing! Stooley, can you, uh. Can you. Go fuck him up for me. Wait, no, wait, 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 wait. No. I'll redeem myself. No, no, no. I'm going to give you a little no, knowledge. No, 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 no. You, wait, 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 wait. You yeah. have crossed the line one too many times. Now, yes, what, that's what I'll do. Yeah. I don't have feet, so how can I cross the line? Stooley. Yes. Could you please go fuck him up for me? <laughs> Got a boss. Ah! Oh, Stop kicking me there! Ah! Stooley! <laughs> oh, you just shat all over him. <laughs> Filthy! Filthy! Uh, all right, let me... Well, I have, right in his mouth. I have some... boy. Oh. <laughs> Well, give me a second here, Matt. I have something to say to you that may redeem your <laughs> your feelings toward me. <clears throat> right, right. Matt, did you in fact know that Mortal Kombat is based off an old Scandinavian church song? You're full of shit. No, it was a Finnish hymn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> all right. All right, I'm leaving for now. God damn it. Well, call me when you need me for your book. All right, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll let you know, Baron. Thanks, Julie. I appreciate you. I got shit in my mouth. 
Lost your mustache. Yes, I know. All, all right. right. All right. So the stool, I guess things are going to be a little quieter now. I guess. Oh, well. uh, maybe. We'll see. You know, you know what's great about uh, the, the, the night times? It's quiet. And you know what else is uh, uh, in the nighttime? The moon. The moon night is out at the nighttime. What did you think of that first episode? It was chaotic and I loved it. Yeah, I agree. You don't know what's going on. You kind of get a sense of like just the overall tone of the show. Um, I watched it twice. Did you? Yeah, uh, I enjoyed it the first time. The first time I did it, I was I was exercising, and then I watched it from a seated sedentary position. And um, I gotta say, like I, I picked up a lot more the second time around. Like like it, it the tone seems off. Like it goes from like ultra violent to like oddly comedic to but then i'm thinking i'm like well they're trying to show that's why i the like three it. the chaotic well it's like because there's three entities right. schizophrenic yeah. is what the, yeah. the the uh is it schizophrenic multiple personality disorder i don't know if they're the same thing i'm no scientist but that's what i like uh, that's why i think i liked about it it established the chaos right out of the gate yeah and for those who don't know, like if you're just casually watching Moon Knight because it's another Marvel thing, yeah, you're probably confused as heck right now. Oh, that my wife was because yeah. we watched it, and uh, I'm like, "So what do you think?" She's like, "I'm intrigued, but I don't know what the fuck's going on. I gotta yeah. watch another episode just to see if I even like this." Right. Which, yeah, they're if going. You, to, if you don't it, know, it's yeah. it's bananas. It's all over the place. Yeah, they're. I mean, obviously, they're going to explain it in depth for you know the casual viewer. But as how great was Ethan Hawke? Oh, fantastic. That opening scene. I haven't seen freaking... him in forever either. Uh, it's been a long time. Yeah, I'm I'm forever scarred by Ethan Hawke. Why? Because of Training Day. I had Training no. Day. It's not the movie itself. I had a I had a strange life experience that happened to me way back in the day. Oh, okay. in my younger days when I was out prowling the town. You see, went home with a lady and I didn't even know who she was. I don't remember going home with her. I just remember waking up next to her. I didn't know who she was, but she knew who I was. And then she's going downstairs to make breakfast. And I go downstairs. I don't know where I am. I don't know who I'm with. And as I walk downstairs, she's like walking in front of me. And she walks through the living room to get to the kitchen. And there's just some guy sitting on the couch watching Training Day. You're fucking with me right now. I swear to God. And he's not looking happy. I don't know if this is like brother a uh, friend, a boyfriend, husband, I have no fucking clue. You still have no idea to this day? No. So I sat down on the couch, and it's like he's watching training day, and I'm just sitting there, and he's sitting there, and he just goes, so, who are you? <laughs> and I just, uh, Henry. For some reason, I was thinking of the old Henry candy bar. What? <laughs> I don't know. I was in panic mode. So then the, the girl that I woke up next to walks in, and she just goes, Hey, Will, how do you want your eggs? Oh, my God. <laughs> Scrambled, please. And then she walked back into the kitchen, and then I got my sneakers on. I got the fuck out of there. It took me a half an hour to find a road that I even remembered. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm like, where am I? I don't know where I am. On foot? No, I had my car. Oh. I don't know how it got there. Don't drink and drive, folks. Oh, my fucking God. This was like... Uh yeah, this was maybe twenty years ago. Okay. Yeah. So young wrestler will. Yeah, dumb will. Really dumb will. Cause I ain't that bright now, but I'm a whole lot smarter than I used to be. <laughs> you are amazing. Uh, 
Yeah, I. I it, so that's why to. whenever he comes on, I get extra heebie-jeebies. Oh, I see. And I can't stomach an old Henry candy bar to this day. <laughs> can't do it. Old Henry will. Um, yeah, it was fun. I, Moon Knight was was chaos. I I I, I loved it. And I was like really excited. Like I loved that last scene where he's talking to him, oh, himself yeah, in, in the mirror. Let yeah. me. Ta- you got to let me take over. It was it intense. Was, it was so intense. I I mean, you're getting chased by this this thing and he's just like yeah you know gotta let me take over come on let me take over. what's his name steven uh steven uh let me take you know let me take <laughs> over and and he lets it happen it's this cool moment and the moon knight's just beating the shit out of this this egyptian what was that was that like one of the gods one of the egyptian I gods i have no idea exactly what that is because there's a lot of stuff crawling around so. that wasn't just that i thought like i thought i saw like a crocodile like creature in the one shot lurking around it's possible it's you possible know. but Man, really cool stuff. I'm excited for Oscar Isaac so far. I thought it was a really nice way of establishing Moon Knight, the character. It stressed me out. And any any show or movie that dares to to make it big and plays Wham is A-OK in my book. Yeah. Beyond A-OK in my book. Yeah. It was fun. I, he, they made him a sympathetic character right out of the gate. Oh, yeah. Like sympathetic. He's intriguing. Oscar Isaacs was killing it, too. Like, just... His his mannerisms. I, look his, how much. I mean, uh, in one, so good. In so one good. episode, in one episode, he showed range. He like always, has, we he always, always, we always I mean, most people know, but you know, I've seen him in a lot of bad flicks, bad written roles. Okay, besides Poe Dameron and, and, and Apocalypse. Apocalypse, but Apocalypse, like he couldn't even act because he was fucking. He was too worried about the, those goddamn Power Rangers coming to get him. <laughs> I know. Uh, and Zordon. And Zordon. Yeah, yeah. It was it was great. I, I I really did like it. I'm looking forward to episode two when it drops uh, Wednesday, and just to see where this thing goes, how it unravels. But um, but yeah, Disney does such a good job of of creating these flawed characters and making you f- like empathetic towards them, like feel their like what their emotions are. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like you feel, you kind of feel like I was like flustered when he made that phone call about the dinner date. He had a dinner date for Friday, and he, and it was Sunday night. Like I was like, that was the biggest flustered. crime. Is he lost his whole fucking weekend? I know that's the worst thing. Forget the girl. And he had no idea. And he finds that that phone and stuff, and it's just, it's yeah, it was crazy. It was. I crazy. like how we're getting different settings too. Like I like, I like how it's in England. And and I guess the scenes where he was like driving the cupcake truck are supposed to be taking place in Germany. Okay, so that I, makes sense. I, I like how it's like a different setting. Like we're getting America, 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 and it also makes sense why there's not as much of a link to from these characters to the Avengers, which I like. Uh, and it, it's doing it's it's doing a much better job than what the Eternals did as far as um, creating a different setting. I still like the Eternals, but Moon Knight definitely just in this one episode felt so much better. Um, it's, it's, it's like a different, and we've talked about this too with like Star Wars. Like I hate when they make the Star Wars universe feel so smaller. Like this is expanding the Marvel universe, making it feel bigger and broader. I like that. Yeah. No, not everything needs to be tied up in a nice, neat little bow. Yeah. They've done a a very good job of that. Apparently it's supposed to be kind of off on its own. And yeah, I am, I am fine with it. Yeah. Open it up. Open the sucker up. Yeah. You know, who knows what, there might be a tie in yet. If they're, you know, if it's primarily in England, we can still see something, maybe Black Knight somehow. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, there's a couple other potential. Maybe a, a blade tease. That's yeah, a couple potential things. But um, I've heard though that he, he Oscar Isaac has said that he's not signed on 
for a long-term contract with Marvel Studios. This, it's just this show, and that's it. So they got to add to it, though, right? They well, I mean, I, I imagine if it does well and he's happy, I'm sure there's room for negotiations. But they haven't locked him into anything, so this could be a one and done. This could be like an Edward Norton situation. Yeah, I don't like that. So continuity, let it happen. Um, so yeah, so Moon Knight dropped uh, last week. We also got an announcement that the Obi Wan show is going to be delayed by two days. However, two getting, episodes. We're getting two episodes, which is a really nice touch. Um, I was like, "Fuck, two days, right?" Because that was the big thing. Was it? I think they're to... just starting. I think they just want to spread out their release dates for their different properties. I think like Star Wars is going to be Fridays, Marvel is going to be Wednesdays. Yeah, I mean, are we getting anything Marvel after Moon Knight? Uh, we got later this year. We got um, Miss Marvel. We still got She Hulk. So, uh, there's those two properties. Let me see. So I feel like they try to they try to s- split it up. They do, but I think yeah, they're getting more original content going here, so they're not spacing out as much because they got a lot coming out. Disney Plus, Ms. Marvel, June eighth. Okay, so Ms. Marvel and Obi Wan are going to coincide, so that makes that might make sense. Yeah, if it's dropping, that's the last weekend of uh, that's the last weekend of May. And Obi-Wan opens up. So, man, we're going to get two shows at once. That's what's up. So, that's pretty neat. That's pretty neat. So, yeah, two episodes to start off, which is awesome. Uh, Today, as, you know, recording, the new Lego Star Wars game dropped. I've been playing it all freaking day. As soon as I got out of work, I've been playing it nonstop. Is it good? It's tremendous. They haven't called me yet for my pre-order. Really? No. Interesting. I did digital over on the Switch. Okay. I did. I, I... Pre- I gotta get that blue mustache Luke minifigure. Oh, gotta come to the toy. Yeah, yeah. If you get it through GameStop, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, they've done a really good job expanding on it. There's you know there's some aspects that I still like of the old one. You know, always uh, a little bit easier. But I know the more I play this, I'm more gonna understand. It has like an RPG like um aura to it. Like there's leveling yeah. up certain things. To okay, it. and it's very. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. It's the open worldness is awesome. The graphics, the fighting. Um I just been buzzing through the storyline. I haven't done too many side quests yet just cuz I want to just kind of get through that, open up free play and go backwards, but it's uh man, I'm already happy. I already feel like it's been worth the $60 that uh that I paid for it digitally. So Nice. Nice. Yeah. Um Kind of sticking with with Disney Plus, did you see that they like they released on their Thing, the the MCU timeline, uh, yeah. to their the, all the properties that they they have there. So it obviously ex- doesn't include Incredible Hulk and the Spider Man movies, <clears throat> but it's kind of cool just to see the the timeline. Um, you know, they even included Agent Carter, and they included like the one shots, like the you know, the one where Coulson's trying to find Thor's hammer. They oh got, yeah, yeah, yeah. They got you know obviously the one where the, the with the real Mandarin and. Um, Stuff like that. So that was kind of neat to see. Um, but I find it weird that, like, they put an order. It's like, because you, you kind of can figure it all out until, like, it gets to, like, Civil War. And then they're like, and then it's Black Widow. And then it's Black Panther. And then it's Doctor Strange. And then it's Thor Ragnarok. Then it's Ant-Man and the Wasp. Then it's, they want you to, you say, they say you should watch Avengers and um, Infinity War. Then Endgame. Then Loki. 
And then what if? So I guess what if is like that's going to be more important than we all thought it was going to yeah, be. Yeah, I still got to stop pushing that off. And then they said it's going to be WandaVision, then Falcon Winter Soldier, then Shang-Chi, then Eternals, then Hawkeye, and then Moon Knight. Okay. So that was kind of interesting. Yeah, the timeline, the cool. timeline thing is weird because it. Uh, apparently, Guardians Two is right after yeah. the first Guardians. Mm-hmm. That's one that throws a lot of people off. Yep, they don't realize that it just it goes one after another with that one. But it is nice to know what that timeline is like because it is uh it can get it, especially right now it's more confusing than ever. It's 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 so tricky, but they've done it. At least they're doing it and not leaving so much up to mystery. Yes, yeah. that's a good thing. So. Um, there's stuff on the Godzilla Kong sequel, which, oh, well, before we get to that, actually, I, I forgot this. I guess, um, they announced that, um, that movie In the Heights, the star of that, Anthony Ramos, is set to play the lead villain in Ironheart. Okay. Which is expected to be Obadiah Stane's son. Okay. So that's- Connected that, some more dots. Yep. And then, um, they, her, her, oh, sorry. Oh, I was going to say they did release an image of, um, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. And it's just a shot of like this big mansion in Beverly Hills. And there's like a police car that's up, turned upside down in front, but there's like lawn, light up lawn decorations and a, a picture just during the day. So there's been some heavy speculation that like the Guardians are going to come to Earth. Um, I mean, they're already there technically right now. True, true. Te- but well, yeah, technically, yeah, the, depending the, on when they do this, yeah. The, the big rumor I heard was that they misinterpreted, because, like, Quill just said it to Gamora, that the, the whole David Hasselhoff backstory. Yeah. And the others just think that's that's his actual real dad. So they're going to go spend the holidays with his dad and just David go Hasselhoff. crash David Hasselhoff's house. <laughs> I'm here for it. I love that. If that's true, that's a they, great I really line. hope that they do. Uh, they're saying, uh, yeah, I guess they're doing, they're getting that ready to go and they've already been, uh, Guardians 3 has been filming and they said it's very emotional. Yeah, I heard a lot of, a lot of character deaths. That's so, just that's, tears. That's cool. It's gonna be, I'm not ready for them to go. Um. I'm sad. It, it, I think, I think certain characters will stick around and pop up in other movies, but as far as like the Guardians team, I think it's, Yeah. You know, I, I I like thing things to have a natural conclusion. Yeah, no, I I get that. It's just it's one it's it's one of those things. It's just tough to kind of digest because I don't know. Like I said, I felt like after Infinity War, they kind of just fell to the wayside, all the controversy and stuff, and you know, it became less important. Like they were like they were at the mountaintop after the first one. Like they were that was like the that was the standard for MCU movies for like. Two years, yeah, <laughs> until Civil War or whatever, until Civil War came out, and then they just kind of just fell off. I'm, you know, just Guardians everything. So I'm gonna be really sad. That's that one. I'm probably gonna be most sad when that's that's done with. Out of all the trilogies, yeah, that's probably gonna be the one I'm most like sad about. Well, they did. Uh, they I just saw a lot of advertisement for the new coaster at uh, Disney World that's gonna be opening up more pretty soon. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be neat. That'll be neat. My family's going this weekend. What this uh, weekend. what do you think of the new WandaVision trailer? Or not WandaVision, uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness with Wanda. 
Uh, I actually didn't see the new trailer. Yeah, it shows a little bit more. It shows like I see some Doctor stills. Strange I see some and stills. Wanda working together, and uh, there's like a clip where he's like, "I could really use an Avenger," trying to be like, "Hey, you're not too far gone. You can come back." Yeah. So it's it's got me hump, uh, even more pumped for the movie. So I can't wait for that to come out. We're yeah, I'm more that that comes out early May, right? Yeah. So a little, uh, oh shit, like a month. Yeah. Like, like thirty days away. Good. Uh, her Morbius is doing terrible. I have no, yeah, I mean, I have had zero interest. Everything I've heard opening weekend, yeah, nothing makes sense, and I want nothing to do with it. I watched the post-credit scene; it popped up on Twitter. Yeah, but I I, don't get it. Yeah, I heard like it makes no sense. Like the vulture from the MCU is there, but why? And why does he want to be an alternate Spider-Man? Yeah, but why? And Morbius, why would he want to? But why? I heard, like, it's not even Keaton doing the voice in that scene. Why does he have his armor? Was he wearing it when he went through the worm? Like, what? nothing makes sense. Yeah. It sounds bad. It just sounds like an abortion. There were a lot of memes that, that Jared Leto has been a part of the worst DC movie and the worst Marvel, Marvel movie. movie now. Yeah. So he gets credit for that. And I heard he's a real weirdo. He's a, he, just, he just keeps sounding weirder and weirder. Yeah, yeah. His method acting. Favorite. Yeah. Um, that I reminds, feel like that reminds me of another story, another person who got in trouble this last week. Oh, oh we'll talk he, about him in a little in a oh, moment. Oh yeah, yeah, that's uh, but some, yeah, they were talking about yeah. some stuff. He would actually he was method acting so hard that he was taking crutches to go to the bed, take bathroom breaks. That Leto was using crutches, and they actually that's had not unheard to, of. But like, do, have you heard about like the extenses? Yeah, but it was that... taking so long that they had to make a a deal, so he'd take a fucking wheelchair to go to the bathroom. Yeah, that's not unheard of though. I, like like have you heard the extent that Daniel Day Lewis went through for my left foot? Like no. he would he did not leave that wheelchair and he won the Academy Award. It's not unheard of for actors to go I guess, above but and he's beyond. done a lot of weird shit. He's just They're a weird saying guy. something about him doing like pre- like prepping to the, play the, a the, pedophile or dude, something like the that. The only the only on. difference being is that he method acts but he still sucks. Like if you method act and you're great then people are like, okay, we'll just put up with his chicanery. But when you method act and then the, the product is crap, like. I Yeah, I seen something that he's prepping to play. I don't know if it was a fake tweet or something, but he's like, there's something that he's, he's, he's prepping to play a pedophile in a movie. I, I, I don't know. It's probably fake news, but it's. It's fucking weird. It sounds like a disaster of a role to take. Why would you even... Why would you even... Yeah, why would you want to be tied to that? Yeah, yeah Jared Leto's a weirdo. Um, yeah, so... So there's that. Uh, uh, I, I did bring up the Kong. Uh, Kong and Godzilla sequel. I guess the working title is Son of Kong. Okay. So we'll see where that goes. Kong Jr. Do you think Godzilla and Kong maybe had a little baby? <laughs> yes. Little baby boy. While they're rolling around fighting Mechagodzilla. Yeah. Things it. happen. Fluids were exchanged. Um, speaking of the other celebrity that got hurt, that uh, got in some trouble, you thought Will friend, Smith was bad. I, our good friend Ezra Miller yes. found himself in the news again. Uh, Ezra After Miller, choking everybody. that woman, what did, what does he have to do to get booted off? Like I, I love how Warner Brothers kicked off Johnny Depp for the Amber Heard thing. They don't get rid of her. Ezra Miller, he's still in that. St- Friggin' god awful Harry Potter sequel prequel that's coming out in like two weeks. Nobody yeah, and cares. I've, nobody I've nobody wants to go see it. Give a shit. He's like still one of the main leads in that. Like, what does this guy have to do? To I don't either know. get some help. He had the police call him a ton of times. 
the only one I heard was uh, that he was arrested at a karaoke bar. Yes. Because he was yelling obscenities, and he grabbed the microphone from the one person doing karaoke, and then he started swearing, and then he, he like attacked a guy who was playing darts. So he got arrested. This was in Hawaii. Yeah, he was mad because uh, there was people singing Shallow by Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. All right. And he was pissed. And, yeah, he did a bunch of stuff. Um, it, yeah, there were a few. And, and, you know. So then apparently, like, he's on $500 he, was, bail. he was staying with a couple that he met at a farmer's market while he was there. And they let him stay with them. And they posted his bail. And then apparently when they did that, he, like, was at their house and he just busted into their bedroom. And he, like, he he yelled to the man that he would bury him and his slut wife and um yeah what the they had the cops called on him um he st- apparently he stole their wallet their social security cards their passports their driver's license and their bank cards yeah oh they said he was staying with the couple for a week he after he met them again at a farmer's market yeah Yep, start, yeah, escort from a property. Mills burst in their bedroom and threatened them. Yeah, stole their passport and wallet, according to court documents. What the fuck? <laughs> what is this guy? Like, okay, you, you, you're you banking the whole goddamn DC franchise around him. I know. He's, he's one of two guys who actually showed up in the Peacemaker credits. Yeah. Or the, the Peacemaker show. Yeah. I don't get it. Neither do I. I don't get it at it's all. It's so sad. The guy clearly needs help. That first and foremost. Yeah. He's a talented actor, but you can't you can't get away with this shit. No. Five hundred dollar bail. Ooh. I'm just uh I'm sure that's a that's a tough one for Ezra Miller. I don't know. It's just well, oh, why it's why is some... he staying with some couple that he just met? Right. He's he can afford a decent hotel well, room. Can he? Who knows? Maybe he can't. Fuck Ezra Miller. <clears throat> Anyways. Maybe he's just pissing away all his money. Maybe. I mean, his, his behavior is definitely erratic enough. Uh, I guess another thing, too, Thor, uh, Thor 11 and Thunder. Yep. Um, I guess they're starting to do press stuff now. So it must be done. Well, filming. yeah, they, I think they're like, I see what, I think Disney learned from the Black Widow mistake where they're, they're not advertising for a movie as far out as they were before. It seems like it's like a six week window where they really start to hit hard with the marketing. So I I think they're going to wait for multiverse of madness to hit and then they'll. So we got to be in a trailer. We got to get a trailer soon, right? Probably with like probably a little bit before multiverse of madness or when that that come out. What? Thor 11 thunder. Uh, I want to say June. Really? July, July. Sorry. Really? Yeah. I think it's July. I've had no idea. I know it's coming, but I have no idea when it's yeah, supposed to be Yeah, I believe it's a, a summer release. Okay. Cool with that. All righty. Um, I think that's... I mean, you got some toy news. I think that's it for like the most for most movie TVs. Yeah, I have nothing else that I can really think of. Looking forward to Moon Knight Episode 2. Um, WrestleMania yeah. was cool, I guess. I didn't watch it. I watched, so first night I watched with a group of people. Second night I just watched at home by myself. Did you go to Mullen's place? I did. Okay. So hilarious because, like, we're driving there, and I'm with my my buddy who's, like, 50. And we're driving, and uh, 
we're going there, and it's been a while since I've been over Mullen's place, so we just got the address. And yeah. I'm like, dude, we're this is his parents' house. He's like, no, no. I'm like, no, it is. We're going to his parents' house. Sure enough, it was. But it was actually a really good time. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Good. We sat in the, the back room. His mom and dad were super cool. Um, other people showed up. So, yeah, we had a good time. Good group? Yeah, it was it was a good, good little group. Okay. So there was a... The three of us went, so, and then another couple showed up, and then two others showed up. It was a good time, though, and his mom kept checking in on us. And, good. Yeah. But we're sitting in this family room that, it, it's what you'd expect, like, the family room of, like, a 60-year-old, 70-year-old couple would have. <laughs> so she's like, there's only one rule. There's a, that, see that? I'm like, oh, that's a beautiful table. She goes, yes, that was my great-great-grandmother's. Please don't put anything on it. We just had it refinished. I'm like, you know what? I'll do you one better. I'm going to make it my personal responsibility to watch that table all night. Yeah. And that's fair. Mullen was the worst culprit, putting things on it all the time. Fuck, I had to yell at him. Andrew! Fucking kids. <laughs> but no. So watching watching it with a group of people, <laughs> I forgot how much fun that is. Yeah. Um, I think that's what I miss. Maybe missed night two, if you if you weren't aware, Vince McMahon is 70. So there was uh, Pat McAfee. Former pro football player. Yes. He wrestled a 24-year-old man. Guess what he did? He beat a 24-year-old man. He did. He then wrestled a 76-year-old man. Couldn't get the job done. 76-year-old man beat him. Yeah, didn't he like, clothesline him from behind? No, he clo- like it was literally Vince just standing there, and Pat McAfee would run at him and then take a clothesline because Vince held his arm out. It was awful. Vince could barely move. I, Granted, it- nor should he be doing what he's doing. He's 70-fucking-six. It but my sad. wife was laughing because she's like, yeah, I'm upstairs and all I hear you saying is, what, what, what the fuck is this? What is this? What, what, is, what is going on? What is this chicanery? What is this? <laughs> it, it, yeah, that all makes me very sad to see. Vince but it was like fun. That. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Well, time, time comes for us all. Yeah, it's, it's hit him hard. It's hit him hard. But yeah, Stone Cold Steve Austin came back. Yep. Cody Rhodes de- re-debuted. Fucking sellout. Um, no, that was actually pretty cool. I watched the behind the scenes thing. It was pretty cool. But I didn't. I didn't watch any of the pay per view live. No, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Those days are behind me. But uh, yeah, it sounded like uh, sounded like a pretty cool event. So, uh, what do we got in toy news? Um, so NECA fucking sucks because they just stop. Is pump, that like a code word pump, for Target? Pump no, but actually, Holothon and Target's been awesome. I have had no issues finding anything. I swear to God, like every time I go, I go on either a Friday or a Monday, boom, fully stocked, find everything I want, found all my gargoyle stuff, found all my turtle stuff. It's been actually really easy. And even when you go online, the day it drops, it's like, it's not like a 20 second window and stuff sells out. Right. It's actually like, you got like at least 30 minutes to three hours, depending on the product. Okay. So it's actually been, I, I give kudos to... NECA and Target for doing a great job with Holothon. Um, but NECA just keeps pumping out turtle stuff, and it's just crushing my wallet. And I'm just getting very depressed. Like, they just released Secret of the Ooze stuff. They're doing this Holothon stuff. They released these Mouser accessory kits. And now, just on Saturday, they just teased a little image of the turtle van. That was Saturday. The turtle van? The turtle van. They released an Im- image of it on Sunday. And guess what got released today on their website for pre-order? 
fucking turtle van. This thing looks awesome, but it's two hundred fifty fucking dollars, which isn't bad because there's like two other companies that have made a turtle van that are coming out. Super Seven made one, and that's like five hundred dollars. And then this third uh, party company made one, and that's like like anywhere from one eighty to two forty. Okay. But this turtle van looks awesome. It's to scale with the NECA toys. Um, this week on Friday, Token Raza should be hitting along with Bronx from the Gargoyles and a few other things. Um, so, but this thing looks awesome. And then um, Super 7 today released some Mighty Morphin Power Rangers to their line. This is, I think, Wave 3. So Wave 3, you're getting um, Blue Ranger, Black Ranger, Lord Zed, Finster, and the regular Megazord. I just, I just seen that pop up, yes. Yeah. So the the cool thing about the Super 7s is, like, when you get, like, the Black Ranger, you get Zack's head and Adam's head. Right. You get the Red Ranger, you get Jason and Rocky. That's nice. You know, uh, Yellow Ranger, you get Trini and like Aisha. Rocky. So it's pretty neat. Um, but those went up for pre-order. Those are, like, 60 bucks a piece, though. So uh, they're quite expensive. And then... They they're not due to come 60 out sixty bucks like a piece. Sixty bucks a piece, inflation, the- my friend, inflation. But they're like the ultimate, like super articulated, super detailed. That's what the turtle. All the Super Seven toys are like fifty-five to sixty dollars a piece. Super expensive. It ain't for kids no more. No, it's not for man babies. Sixty bucks for Finster. Yeah. Fuck me. Yeah. I remember when he was five dollars in the bargain bin at KB Toys when I was four years old. Yep, him. What was the blue dude's name? What was his name? The guy who looked like oh, that monocle? fat head, the pig thing. Oh no! no oh, the, the, oh, the god! Guy. Um, and then he had the the smaller blue guy that was always with him. Hold on, I'm gonna find this Power Rangers. Those guys were underrated. Because Goldar and Finster were always around, and then you had those two schmucks. Oh, there's Babu. He was in the Zio. No, no. I think one of them was Babu. Let's see. Titus. Sounds familiar. What? Yeah, Finster, Pipe Brain. I'm trying to think. But those drop, but those aren't due to come out till like September 2023. Okay. So most websites, when you pre-order stuff, unlike the NECA website, um, when you pre-order stuff like Big Bad Toy Store or Entertainment Earth, they don't they don't charge you till it ships. <clears throat> Unfortunately, with the NECA pre-orders, they bill you right away. So they sit on your money. Like, that turtle van is probably not coming out till December of this year. And they, But they got your money, though. Yeah. Well. Just, still going to do it. Like, it's, just I put, think it went up for pre-order today, and I believe it's available for pre-order till the 19th of this month. Just put $45 in your gas tank instead of 60 I'll just walk. <laughs> I listen to the Proclaimers while I walk 500 miles. <laughs> Just to fall down, Matt, at your door. So, there's that. Very nice. You been reading any good books lately, comic books? Me? I'm so out of touch with the new stuff. So am I. But you know what I did pick up that I've been wanting to read for a long time? Is Preacher. I've been okay. raving about how much I like the show. Yeah. Gareth Ennis. He, he you read wrote, their books before? Uh, I never. I, well, he did The Boys. Okay. As well. So I read his work with the boys. Um, but I found a whole shit ton of volumes of Preacher at Ollie's Bargains Discount for Less for five bucks a piece. So I picked them up, started reading them. I love them. They're quite titillating. 
titillating. I figured you'd like that one. I do like that. It's yeah, a good word. That's a good word. should be used more, but people are afraid to say it, I think. It's just, yeah. Cancel culture, bro. It'll get you. Um, all right. I think that's it for the news. Yes. It's time to read some comic books. Bookie books. All right. As I had planned last week, I'm going to read a Moon Knight story. I'm not, because mine was terrible. <laughs> Mine was all right. It was interesting to see him in this light because you could very you could tell this is. I mean, this isn't. This is kind of early on in his solo publication. Uh, Moon Knight number one. From... Yeah, he like at early on he was just kind of like a Batman. Like he didn't have yes. the split personalities till a lot later. That's that's what I gathered. He was a mercenary yep. with with opposite Batman suit and style. Um, that's what I noticed. So let's uh yeah let's dive into this. I'm trying to when the hell is this book. 1989, June of 1989. I was four. I was at preschool. I was negative two. Negative two. You were just in your daddy's sack. Yeah, and even swimming around. I'm, I'm a few loads, you know. After that, uh, all right. So it starts off with a green car. It's pulling up. Some guys. He's stressing out. Three in the morning, and his woman's running out of diapers for his child. Thank the Lord for these 24-hour teller machines, anyways. Some guys in a purple car, and they're loading up their Uzi. No, it's not an Uzi; it's a handgun. Well, we gotta wait all night, and they they see this guy going up. He's stressing out. He goes, "How could she forget the diapers?" She was just at the store two days ago. He's going to put his money in the. He goes to put his card in the ATM. ATMs are cool. I remember being mesmerized by ATMs as a kid. You put a card in, and money comes out. Amazing. I I never had an experience with them until I was like in my twenties. Like my parents never used them. Really? Nope. My parents, le- I used to ask my parents, let me put the card in. My parents still, to this day, I don't think I've ever had a bank card. It's either credit cards or cash. That's actually, they say it's smarter that way. It's yeah. not to a debit card. Um. Anyways, this guy's getting robbed. He got his money. He got. He gets the money out. He's, 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 they're, they're fucking with them. They're like, hey, looks like this this guy might need a diaper himself. They're telling him to, you know, take, his, take money out. And all of a sudden, oh, my God, standing on the ATM. Is Moon Knight. You boys forgot your bank cards. I've been away too long. Where was he? You guys don't even recognize me. I'm Batman. He's in white now. Yes. <laughs> like, oh, God, it's a ghost. <laughs> yeah, they're running away. And it's and Moon Knight just, just beats the shit out of him. Just, That's what he does. Beats him up. And then the... the 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 guy who was getting robbed with the ATM card, and he goes, oh, my God, you're Moonbeam, aren't you? And he goes, no, Moon Knight, pal. I've Moon been Beam. out of New York for too long. And, uh, yeah, he asked for his, like, I don't know, like a like a, like a a cloth belt to tie these guys up till the cops come, and he flies away in his moon thing, his moon vehicle that flies oh he has one is it like the thanos copter <laughs> this is actually pretty cool it's it's legit shaped like a crescent moon okay have you ever seen you never i, I don't, I don't, I don't think i've before. ever seen that no it's pretty neat it's shaped like a crescent moon uh, but he has a pilot and uh mr specter is taking off his mask he's chilling out and uh and he makes a joke about how he should have shaved, and the mask chases his face, and blah 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 blah. So he oh, goes, "It's got to be terrible." That's something I wouldn't. Yeah. I bet your nip, like just Drax said, <laughs> yeah, your nipples can get chafed too. <laughs> Stuff you never think about. Seriously, um, so yeah, his pilot's name is Frenchie, his friend, um, and 
whatever they 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 dock in, in the Spectre resident. It's kind of cool. They put out they put like a layout of this. It's totally a rip off of Batman. They they legit like did like a blueprint floor plan in this book. Yeah. About it. anyways, Moon Knight's going to his kitchen. He's changing out of his clothes, which is you know. In the show, it's obviously very, you know, it, it kind of wraps. It's very like a symbiotic thing where it just kind of wraps over him. Here, it's an actual physical costume. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so he's walking through his house. He's, he's showing off some of the cool things as a man, some of these Egyptian, you know, sculptures, blah, blah, blah. He's in his room. Some woman jumps out at him. He, go, he punches her in the face and actually turns out to be this girl that he really likes. <laughs> Oh man, good thing he didn't. Swing. He goes, I don't know how you got past my watchdog systems. Oh my arm! Hey, and she flops on the bed. He's like, but you picked the wrong house, buddy. And he goes, Oh my god, Marilyn! And uh, yeah, so they're talking, they're chatting, and laying in bed together, making hee hee ha ha. And then we get a cut in scene of the Bushman, General Bushman. Get a little backstory of Bushman, um, just a, just a little bit. He's kind of a cool looking dude. He's got the red like general jacket. Okay. And uh yeah. Anyways, um Yeah, you know, they show him working out. Blah blah blah. And then uh one of his like like maids walks in in like a swimsuit, a very skippy swimsuit. Oh, he's a playboy. And his girl that's with him, Marlene, is not very happy about it. Yeah. Because he built her up to be older than Moses, so, um, so yeah. So, anyways, there, uh, Marlene. There, no, there's something going on. Is it Marlene? Yeah, it's it's Marlene. She's driving uh, Mark Spector's Porsche, and she gets attacked by a bunch of bunch of thugs. All right, bunch of thugs. They run her off the road. The car flips over. Moon Knight sees it. He uh, he goes after him. He fights the thugs, beats them up pretty good. And uh, and all of a sudden, a Bushmaster comes out of nowhere, and he's, he's he 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 has Marlene by the neck. He's got a knife by her throat, and uh, yeah, he's basically show, saying that he's hunting him down, blah blah blah, and uh, just show. Moon Knight has one of his guys, like one of his goons, like by the neck, like he's got him like tied up or whatever, and Bushman Bushman goes just to think, just in case you think I that the years have softened me. He shoots this dude in the head, his own goon. And, uh, yeah, so there's a big big chase down and, and whatnot. It's, uh, and that's kind of how the book ends. So uh, starting off hot. Starting off hot with the Bushman. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I don't think they said they're using any of the classic comic book villains in the Moon Knight show, but uh, I'm still intrigued by Ethan Hawke's character, although he terrifies me. <laughs> He does. He does. It's a. It's pretty cool. I like the tattoo thing. All right. So, uh, two weeks ago, I was talking about how uh, in the Ninja Turtle comic, they're bringing in the female turtle, first female turtle that was introduced in Ninja Turtles: The Next Mutation show of Saban, uh, Venus de Milo, um, which I'm kind of surprised because Kevin Eastman still does stuff with this, and he hates that turtle, but. Uh, they're bringing her into the lore of this comic. So I'm going to bring in Baron because this is number issue number 127 of this ongoing series. A lot of stuffs, backstories, callbacks to to previous um, stories and comics. 
Um, so Baron is going to help me out. And anytime there's something that needs a little bit of further explanation, he's going to help me out. You got that, Baron? Yes, yes. I've caught up. I've read all of these books. Hmm, yes. Stooley, I'll be nice if you'll be nice. Deal. All right. I had to use all the peppermint toothpaste to get the shit out of my mouth and mustache. Hmm. You deserve it, you cook. Mm, I've never had sex, so therefore I can't be cucked. Hmm. Virgin territory, you see. All right, Baron. You didn't have to go that far into it, but thank you <laughs> for sharing. All right, so the story so far on Burno Island, Commander Zom, who is a Triceraton, is terribly wounded by Colonel Cherell, who is an Utom. So Utom is like a Krang. Okay. And then the Triceratons are like giant Triceratopses. You can see where they got the name from. Very creative. <laughs> uh, leaving the fate of her daughter, the Regenta Seri, and the tentacles of Cherell's sister, science advisor Morel. So um, basically the... Baron, you want to take this? Yes, mm, you see. The Triceratons are a warrior species, you see who were enslaved by the Cherell, the uh, Chitar... No, not Chitari. That's a different... That's Marvel. I'm getting confused. Jesus Christ, you geriatric fuck. Yes, yes. Well, that's what happens when you get old. You get confused, you see. But the Utams have enslaved all of the Triceratons, and now the Triceratons are trying to break free, you see? They had a deal with some of the Utams, but now the uh, troubles are afoot. They're back at war, you see. And uh, the, the little daughter, Regenta, she's the first naturally born Triceraton in many, many, many millennia. Big deal, kind of like Jesus. <laughs> you can't, you can't, can't say that, Baron. Yeah. What? Oh, yeah. Oh, I read, I read the wrong book. I see. Uh, okay. So, um. Then, uh, meanwhile, in Mutant Town, um, the Turtles had their entire dojo burned down by the punk frogs, and they're on the run, uh, and they're trying to find out more about this Jasper Barlow, who is a doctor um, performing surgeries on mutants that used to be human to try to help them regain their human like, so he's kind of like Frankenstein's monster. He's like making all these bone grafts and just weird, crazy, creepy okay. shit. All right. So it starts out with uh, basically the the Triceratons and the Utoms fighting. Um, you see uh, the the one Utom that's good that wants peace and realizes how important this this newborn baby is uh, hiding with the baby because she doesn't want it to be killed. Uh, we see her running off with the baby, and then there's a huge silhouette of like the normal what you'd think the tr- the, the the Technodrome would be. So it's the old Technodrome. And she's taking the baby, and she's putting her in a pod, very similar to, like, Superman when Krypton was being destroyed. And uh, she says, I only hope we can remain here undetected for long enough. And then, all of a sudden, the, the cradle closes. And it says, growth rate, two years. Growth rate, three years. Growth rate, five years. Because that's what the they would do, is they would have these Utams as babies, and they would accelerate their growth so that they could do better slave labor. Um, and that's when... Um, this Utam says, you know, you might be better off going to the world and, and, and not staying here on in dimension X. So we're, we're led to believe that this newly born 
Triceraton is going to be headed into the the real world, um, which is probably going to play into Armageddon War that's on its way. Uh, so we see Donatello and Alopex. Donatello is talking to the Doctor Barlow, and he's just kind of talking to him about, "Oh, you're, you're a scientist. I'm a scientist. What are you working on?" And he's telling him, "Oh, I've made incredible leaps and bounds in research." And uh, I used to be a doctor helping people with cosmetic surgeries. And now that I've been mutated into a mouse, I'm trying to make my features look more human. He looks terrifying. He's got like red beady eyes and just (laughs) clipped back ears. And he looks like if you could ever get a good shot of him like that. He looks he looks like uh, the trolls from like Labyrinth. Like he just got red beady eyes like he's a villain. Yeah. And he's got a lab coat. That's how you know he's bad. So. Alopex is trying to, you know, tell the other turtles where they are. So they show up, Raphael, Leonardo, Jenica, Michelangelo, Casey Jones, they all show up. And Raph doesn't like the cut of this guy's jib right off the start. He knows he's up to no good. So Dr. Barlow, he uh, he wins Raph over a little bit because he does a little little surgery on him. He's like, uh, you're very lucky, Raphael. The bolt you were shot with nearly missed your lungs by a centimeter. Those punk frogs are a menace, aren't they? Good for nothing, ruining uh, the good neighborhood. And then Raphael's like, well, and then Casey comes in. Casey Jones says, hey, Doc, I I could probably use some stitches. And then, I don't do any procedures on humans. Only mutants. Get out of here. You disgust me. And they're like, well, that's not fair. You know, if people need help, you should help them. No, only mutants. Or humans that have become mutants. That's it. So then he's giving creepy vibes to Jenica because she used to be a human. He's like, I could tell you used to be a human. I could tell by your feminine wiles and your facial features and the way you carry yourself and your body language. So, um, yeah, he does that. And everybody's like, yeah, I'm getting creepy vibes from this guy. Except for Donatello. Donatello really wants to kind of see what this guy's up to. He thinks he's, he's maybe better than he's letting on. And then they go through the waiting room of the people that he's helped, and you got these like a cybernetic bear that looks like a Terminator, and like a rattlesnake that's got one of its eyes removed that's a mutant, and you got a gorilla that's got like Frankenstein bolts in its head. <laughs> you got like uh, yeah, a bunch of different animals that are like kind of pieced together. Um, so then you know they leave, and we see all the the turtles trying to fix up their old dojo, and that's where they get a, the great idea to go to their old hideout, which was like an abandoned church. And then, um, no sewer. Oh, uh, they had the sewer, and then that got destroyed. And then they went into a church, and then that got kind of found out by the Foot Clan. So then they left, but now the Foot Clan is no more. So they feel safe going back there. Mm, okay. So kind of like you know, in Ninja Turtles, the movie, they had the lair, and then they had to find a different lair. Right, all right. So they they go back to the the old church, and uh, Alopex, who's like, uh, what is she bearing? Yes, you see, Alopex is a uh, a snow fox. Yes. She has joined the turtles, and she wears a bandana and fights crime like them. She wears a green mask, probably because she doesn't have green skin and they're running out of colors, you see. Very well done. (laughs) So she finds Donatello slooping around, and she confronts him, and she realizes that he's off to go see the good Dr. Barlow. She's like, well, fine. If you're going to go, I'll go with you because you need backup. And while you're entertaining him, I will snoop around. So we cut to Dr. Barlow's lair, and he's on the phone. And he's like, yes, I've had an eventful evening full of surprises. I met the Splinter Clan, the Turtles, and their fox friend. What a strange coincidence. 
In any case, meeting the turtles gave me some inspiration for how the per- to proceed with the other attempted ex- experiments, the doppelgangers. I'm very excited. No, no, this approach would be very different. Be- have none of the same pitfalls of the failed attempts. Yes, indeed. Well, unfortunately, the specimen never arrived at the scheduled time. No, I have an idea where it might be now. No, I know, I'm frustrated as you are. Oh, thank you, Ziggy, and he hangs up the phone. I assume you needn't remind me of our arrangement. And then uh, he's informed by his butler that Donatello is here. So we we don't know who he's talking to on the phone, but we know that he's experimenting on doppelgangers. What they be, I don't know. Mm. We don't know yet. So he comes down. He's talking to Donatello a little bit more. He's surprised to see him so soon. He's talking to him about his uh, his reconstructed shell. Because why, Baron? Yes, well, hmm, yes, you see. Earlier, Donatello had his shell smashed by those ruffians. Bebop and Rocksteady, they smashed it with a sledgehammer, you see. He nearly died, and then he became a robot turtle hybrid named Metalhead, whose consciousness was far beyond his of his own. And then the secret of the ooze came out, and Donatello was able to rebuild himself, but his shell was not the same, you see. He had to meld with Metalhead. Yes. So his shell aches him like an old man's bones when it's about to rain. And the doctor, yeah, thank you, Baron. The doctor realizes <laughs> this and says, uh, yeah, I, I can make it so your shell never aches again. He's walking around. We see Alopex kind of sleuthing around. And then uh, this is where he shows Donatello the secret to uh, all his surgeries. Donatello says, yes, this tissue I have is from the dragon that nearly destroyed Manhattan. Baron? Yes, you see, the Foot Clan, with the help of an evil sorceress from feudal Japan, attacked the city of New York with a giant dragon. They killed it. Yes. Uh, so Donatello's like, I thought they cleaned all that up, and then the doctor says they did, but I serendipitously, serendipitously found some of these scales, and that's the, the key to my operations because it reanimates dead flesh. Oh, okay. Then we see Alopex, and she finds basically just uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre basement with all these cadavers just cut apart and stitched back together and uh, all these amalgamations of different mutants, and she's like, I knew it. And then this big uh, naked mole rat comes in who's supposed to be like Ground Chuck from the comics. Uh, he comes in, and she's trying to hide from him. And then that's where the good doctor is trying to tell Donatello that he can rebuild his shell with the help of the dragon scales. Then we cut, and Alopex is found out by Ground Chuck. She tries to stab him right in the head with her sickle, and he doesn't even feel it because he's a Neanderthal. He's a moron. He's just a brute. And he grabs her, and he starts eating her tail. And she freaks out, and she's able to get away. And she's running through this maze, and she opens a curtain, and she sees... Just like out of Alien Resurrection, all these pods full of these turtle clones that are not quite right. (laughs) And the good doctor, at the same time, he wants to show Donatello um, the creature that he was working on that is very similar to Donatello and the needs that Donatello needs. And he flings back the curtain and we see a turtle head and torso with no arms and no legs stitched together a la Frankenstein's monster and the good Dr. Barlow says this is the turtle I call Venus so 
And that's how we're introduced to Venus de Milo in this iteration of the Turtles. I'm very much looking forward to seeing where it goes from here. Very good. I love Turtles books, man. Yeah, I mean, these ones are very comprehensive. I'm just happy that I I jumped on this train way back in the day because there'd be no way that I'd be up for... It'd be a long, long haul to track down and read everything. All the back issues, all the one-shots, all the micro-series, there's a lot. Yeah. So I'm just happy that I jumped on early when I did, and I'm fortunate enough to have a good comic book shop owner that pulls every single turtle book that comes in, even the ones I'm not aware of. Yeah. So it's all Good. good. Thank you, George. Shout out to George. But all right, there's your comic book readings. There's your news. And another episode of Panel Discussion is down for the count. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in, as always, uh, and listening in to our, uh, our, our our fun little rants about pop culture, comic book stuff. We do enjoy it. Uh, coming to you every single Thursday right here on the network. Make sure you check us out. Make sure you go check out our other podcast. We have a network worth of 40 plus shows right now, BICBP-radio.com, something for everybody. But that is it. On behalf of Baron, Stooley Steve, Will, and myself. Now this is podcasting. What what is that? Shut the fuck up! Get the fuck out!